0: Let's open our Bibles together to Psalm chapter 70. Psalm 70. That sounds familiar. Our brother Jonathan read this Sunday morning. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me. O Lord, let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. Let them be turned back for a reward of their shame that say, aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. Thou art my help and my deliverer. O Lord, make no tarry. Let's let's go to our Lord in prayer. Our God and Father in heaven, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to to gather here uh, once again. Lord, we pray that you would be pleased to bless us with your presence. Lord, that you'd be pleased to, to speak through thy word. Lord, that you'd comfort our hearts. Lord, that you would... Establish our faith and settle us on the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, that you would cause us to look to thee and thee alone and rest. Lord, rest in the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, for those of our number who are in a time of, of trouble and difficulty, Lord, we pray you would comfort, strengthen, help your people. Lord, bless and protect and keep. and Lord, cause us again in all things to, to look to Thee and rest in Thee and Thee alone, knowing that Thou doest all things well. Lord, for our young ones, we, we pray for them. Lord, that Your hand would be upon them. Lord, that You would hedge them about, that You would protect them and keep them. Lord, above all things, that you would reveal unto them the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, that in your mercy you'd be pleased to to save their souls. Now again, we thank you for this opportunity to gather together. Lord, bless us, be with us as we've gathered here. Set aside the, the thoughts and cares of this world, those things that so easily beset us. Let us see Christ. For it's in his name we pray and give thee thanks. Amen. Again, let's let's look at Psalm 70 here here this evening. Look beginning with verse verse 1. David cries here in verse 1 and he says, Make haste, O God. To deliver me. To help me. Oh Lord. Make haste. Make haste. I need, I need deliverance. I I need help. That's what David's saying here. And I, I pray that we'd be enabled to enter in with him. Make haste. This is a this is an urgent. Request, um, if a man's dying and he needs help, he he needs it right now, Uh, no delay. Uh, A cry for help's urgent, isn't it? It it it, life depends. Life depends on it. That's what David says here. He says, "Make haste, O Lord." To deliver me. Make haste to help me. Make haste to help me, O oh Lord. Hold your place there, but turn to the book of of Matthew. I Jonathan, after you after you read this, I I, I hope to my hope was to, to preach this whole you know, there's only five verses here, right? Like I thought. I'd love to just preach this whole chapter but the, the the thing that's just caught my eye about this passage is is this request this cry help me why is it why is it it's so hard to ask for help i i, I don't know if it's our i don't know if it's our pride I, I don't know if it's we just don't maybe it's this we just don't realize that we need help but that's that's David's cry here. Help me! And, and if you look at Matthew chapter fifteen, Matthew chapter fifteen, look at verse beginning with verse twenty-one. Now here here we read in this in this verse in verse twenty-one that that the Lord Jesus Christ had departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And it says, Behold, a woman of Canaan, a a cursed Gentile woman, she came out of the same coast and she cried unto our Lord. And she said this, she said, Have mercy on me, O Lord. Thou son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. And our Lord, it says he answered her, not a word. Despite that cry, he answered her, not a word. And apparently she continued she wasn't discouraged by that. Obviously, she continued to cry because the disciples said, "Would basically, uh, would you would you send her away? Would would you just send her away? For she cried after us." His disciples, they're just like, just send her on her send her on her way. Look at verse twenty four. He answered, and he said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Huh? He, he, I came for my elect. I came for my sheep. You know, a lot of people hear that, and it it upsets them. It it makes them it makes them furious. I imagine there's a few in here at some point heard that and we probably thought that's not fair. Can can the Lord really do that? It didn't upset her. <laughs> no, she heard that. And and you know, Scripture says this, my sheep hear my voice. And he says this, and I know them. He knows every last one of his sheep. And he said, they follow me. What did this woman do? Did she she go away in a rage? Did, Did she depart? Look at verse 25. When she heard that, she came and worshiped him. Huh? And look what she says Lord, help me. Isn't that what David said back there in Psalm 70? Isn't that exactly what? Help me. That's not everybody's reply, is it? Mm -hmm. You know, our Lord, in in Luke chapter 4, he was was preaching, and um, he said this, he said, I tell you the truth. There were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah the prophet, but unto none of them was Elijah sent save unto Sarepta, city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. Many widows. Yet he's pleased to save one. She's his. He he went on. He went on to say, he said there were many lepers in Israel. Many lepers. In the days of Elisha the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, save one. God was pleased to show it isn't that a miracle that he was pleased to to show mercy to just just one that he'd show mercy to any we have such high thoughts of ourselves, don't we? He was pleased to save one. I tell you what the people didn't bow down and worship him. When he said that, did they? No, they. They uh, and and listen. These were people in the synagogue, right? These were what we would consider good church-going people, and they uh, said when they heard these things, they were they were filled with wrath, huh? And they rose up and they listen. They, they not only did they thrust him out of the synagogue, they thrust him out. Of the city, and they led him to the brow of a hill, on which the which that city sat. And they would have they would have cast him down head first. They they were just going to pick him up and throw him. They were so angry when they heard these things. They were going to throw him over that cliff head first. Do you still have Matthew do you still have Matthew 15? This Canaanite woman she's, she's heard the same message hasn't she? She worships him and listen to what she says, Lord, help me. Help me. Our Lord goes on in verse 26. He said, it's not meat to take the children's bread and give it to dogs. Is that too hard of a statement? I, that's what our Lord said, wasn't it? What'd she say? Truth. Truth, Lord. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I'm not worthy. Yet the dog's eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. And he said, great is thy faith, be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And we read that his daughter, or her daughter, was made whole that very, that very hour. This woman, she was in need, wasn't she? That's clear, isn't it? She was was in a desperate condition. She She was in a situation that she could not do anything about it. And she stands before the only one who can, and she cries out, Lord, help me. And her daughter's made whole that very hour. She found help, didn't she? She found hell. Uh, over in Luke, Luke chapter 9, 11, I won't have you turn here, but it says this of our Lord. It says that he healed all of them that were in need of healing. Not everybody's in need, are they? Not everybody's in need. Well, let's, let's look at another. Another scripture here. Turn to Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16, verse 9. a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over unto Macedonia, and what's the request? Help us. Help us. And after, verse 10, after he had seen the vision, immediately, we endeavored to go to Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel to them. I, I, I looked this up, the distance between those cities, their course was changed by about 150, about 150 miles. You know, that's a, I mean, to us in our time, that, that's not a whole lot, you know, that's, Maybe a couple maybe a couple of hours for them that was that was significant, wasn't it? I mean the Lord took them to another destination some some place they hadn't I'm guessing they hadn't even planned on going there he I just thinking about this and reading it, how often does that happen to us? like you know, we think we're going to go one place and maybe we end up some other place. When that happens to me, I usually, I usually fuss about it. You know, it's like I, that's not what I planned. That's not what I was going to do. But the Lord in His providence took them somewhere else. i tell you who didn't fuss about it. Lydia and that Philippian jailer. Because as a result of that, They're going to hear his gospel. They're going to hear God's gospel. Lydia, her home city was Thyatira, which, listen, it was, it was over, if, if, if I look at those maps correctly, it was over 200 miles away from her, her hometown. And she was there, it it would appear on, on business. She was a seller of purple. The Lord in his providence brought her to that place and at the at the exact same time brought one of his chosen ministers to preach the gospel to her. You know, she probably thought she was just there on business. Little did she know, little did she know she was going to hear the gospel. In verse 9, a cry. A cry for help. Help us. Look at verse 14. Certain woman named Lydia, silver purple, of the city of Thyatira, which worshiped God, heard us. Now that, if you look there, you'll see that word us is in italics. That's been, that's been added. She heard. <laughs> if, if you hear something, you're not going you're not gonna hear me. I hope you don't just hear me. We we need to hear the Lord speak through his through his word. She heard, whose heart the Lord opened, and she attended to the things which were spoken of by Paul. That word "attended" it means um, she paid attention, but it, but it also means this: she applied herself to it. She entered into what was being what was being said. I, I think about that publican. Remember what that publican cried when he when he said uh God be merciful to me, sinner. Can, can we apply ourselves to that? Can we enter can we enter into that? I'm a sinner. I'm I need mercy. I need I need help. She attended to the words spoken of by Paul. And, and she was, she was baptized. She heard the gospel and she had a desire to confess Christ. To be identified with him and his death, burial, and resurrection. To, to be identified with his people. This is, this is who I believe. This is what I believe. Identified with Christ in believers baptized, confessing, confessing Him, and and then the Lord, uh, He put Paul and Silas in prison. I think that's a that's an awful thing to happen to to Paul and Silas. Why did He do it? <laughs> so that Philippian jailer could hear the gospel. Uh, he needed. He needed help, didn't he? This man was, listen, he was prepared to take his own life. It was revealed unto him. It was clear to him that he needed help. And he said this, he said this, he said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? He knew he was in bad shape, didn't he? What must I do to be saved? Saved. Verse 32 They spake unto him the word of the Lord. You know, I wish all men that are parading around as preachers and youth pastors and all these titles that men give themselves, I wish they would just do this, huh? Speak. The word of the Lord. Uh, His word. His word. What must, he asked that same question, what must I do to be saved? I need, what's he saying there? I need help. What must I do to be saved? And listen to the reply. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Him and him alone. Salvation is of the Lord. It's all of Him. God chose a people in Christ. He did that from before the the foundation of the world. And the Lord Jesus Christ died for that people. He came in the world to save sinners. He died on the cross to save His people. He died as our sin offering. He died as our... Our substitute and the Spirit of God comes and gives life where it never was before. It gives gives faith, a new heart, faith to believe, a heart to receive the Word of God, to desire to hear the Word of God. That's help, isn't it? Huh? And that's help that I must have. That's help that every sinner must have. A cry for help. What do we read there? A cry for help, and God sends forth his word. Sends forth a man to preach his gospel. He opens the eyes of the blind. He saves us from ruin. Who did he do that for? To a chosen people. A people he chose to himself. Help us. Help us. And when Paul heard that, it says, he says, we went assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us to to preach his gospel. (laughs) And Lydia and that jailer heard God's word, baptized, confessed, confessed him. Any doubt? They were in need. Uh, isn't that clear? They were in need. And the Lord was pleased to save them. Turn, turn with me to one more scripture. Turn to Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. Look at verse twenty-two. Here we here we here we read of the cry of a of a father. His son had a an evil spirit, and uh, this father was, I, I would imagine, little faith. Um, He brings his son to Christ, hoping, just hoping to obtain a a cure for him. He's in need. No one else, no one else can help him. Christ's disciples had even tried to to heal this boy unsuccessfully. So I don't doubt that this, this man, he came... This poor man came with, with great doubts and great great fear. But listen to what he says. He says, if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Huh? And our Lord spoke and he said, if, if thou canst believe, all things are possible. All things are possible to him that believeth. And that father cried out in weakness. I'm just certain in trembling. Doubting himself. And he said, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. And you know, you know the rest of that story, huh? He healed. He healed that little boy. And and how true is that? We read that again in Scripture. He healed all that were in need of healing. We read in another place the whole. They don't need a, they don't need a physician. Not everyone needs Him. Or at least they don't see it. Not everyone needs help. They're just, they're just confident and comfortable where they are. But His people do. Every one of His people need him, need help. And you know what they do? Every one of these examples, they cry out for help. Isn't that, isn't that just a simple cry? Help me. Help me. I can't I can't remember the I can't remember the hymn. It says Let not conscience make you linger nor fitness fondly dream. All the fitness he requires is to feel your need of him. I need I need him. Do you need him? Do we need him? Again, everything we read, every account, they cried for help, and they received it. Isn't that, Isn't that glorious? Huh? Well, back to back to our text here, Psalm seventy. Make haste, O God. To deliver me. Make haste to help me. O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded. That seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward. And put to confusion. That desire my hurt. Let them be turned back. For a reward of their shame. That say. Aha. Aha. Listen here to verse 4. Let those that seek thee. Rejoice and be glad and let such as love thy salvation say continually, let God be magnified. Who, who gets the glory in the salvation of a sinner? God does. He did all the work. Let God be magnified. It's it's His salvation. Huh? It's not, it's not man's decision. It's not man's way. It's not man's draw a line and just write anything in there you want. Salvation is His salvation. Salvation is of the Lord. And it's for His glory. That's what David says. Let God, let God be magnified. Verse 5. But I am poor and needy. Who cries for help? The man that's poor and needy. But you think about David. David was, David was king. It's hard to imagine David needed anything, right? But what's he say? I am poor and needy. I tell you, if if David could say he was poor and needy, we shouldn't have any problem saying that, should we? I am poor and needy. Nothing, nothing in my hands I bring. I'm needy. Let me ask you this. Who is the Lord pleased to heal? All who are in need of healing, make haste unto me, O God. Look at verse one, just one more time. O God, make haste. That's a request, and that's a request. That's a that's a that's a cry. Make haste to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Something's happened between verse one and verse five because look what he says in verse five. Oh God, thou art my help, huh? And thou art my deliverer. Oh Lord, make no tarry. He goes from a a cry for help to a He's giving God glory there and he's he's magnifying the Lord there because he's saying, thou art my help. Thou art my deliverer. Has he been pleased to reveal that to you? That he is your help. He is your deliverer. And if not, I'd ask you this. Have you cried? Have you cried for help? In James chapter 4, God's word says this. You have not for this reason. And it's not because you haven't worked hard enough for it. You have not because you ask. Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to ask? Huh? David asked for help and deliverance. He must have received it because he said, "Thou art my help, and thou art my deliverer. Make no tearing he was It was revealed to him, wasn't it? huh? Not just as one who who can help or who can deliver, but that he is. He is my help. He is my deliver. Can I stress that? Can we stress that enough? Are you poor and needy? Huh? Do you need help? Turn with me to one more scripture. And we'll we'll close. Turn to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter four. Look at verse sixteen. Hebrews four, verse sixteen. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. And find grace to help in time of need. Let us, believers, all who would rest in Him, and you know, He doesn't just say, Come, that'd be enough. He says, Come boldly, huh? With, without fear of being turned away. There's many reasons to turn us away. Don't, don't be afraid of being turned away because of our sin. Come boldly without fear of condemnation. Am I worthy of condemnation? Absolutely. Yet he says, come boldly. Where? To the throne of grace. Uh, Not a throne of judgment, a throne of grace. Christ obeyed the law. The Lord Jesus Christ died for the sins of his people. It's not a throne of judgment. It's a throne of grace. It's in him. And he says, come boldly. Come boldly to the throne of grace that we might find mercy and grace to help when in time of need. Oh, I pray that we all might be able to say this day, He is my help and He is my deliverer. All right, Brother Sean.